Welcome to So You Think That Was Good, Do You? A podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of their universes. But not this week, because I've wanted to revisit the classic children's TV show Goosebumps for a long time now. I absolutely adored it when I was a kid, and I thought it would be ripe for the pod. Whether or not it is, we're about to find out. But before we get to that, some introductions are necessary. My name is Evan, and as always, I am joined by Johnny and Carl. How are you doing, boys? As always, except when I'm not. <laughs> and when I'm also not. <laughs> but as of recently, as always. <laughs> <laughs> How are you both doing? Not too great, mate. You didn't go with my title idea for this show. <laughs> so you goose that was bumps, do you? <laughs> Well, if we do more of these, maybe we can call it that, although probably not. <laughs> I'm good as well, yep. I'm uh, on my third Coke Zero of the day, so I've got a lot of caffeine buzzing around. <laughs> it is 10am. It's 10am. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of Coke Zeros. Yep, mate. it's a problem. <laughs> Two litre bottles? or No, just cans, cans. I can rationalise it with cans better. <laughs> Just pop it in the bin, it's like you've never had it. Yeah, our recycling day is a joke. They must think I'm I'm a monster. (laughs) So, boys, bit of an odd one, this. Mm. I'll go with the opening first, because R.L. Stein is in the opening of this episode. I don't don't think he's in all of them, because I don't remember that. But this is the very first episode, two-parter, of Goosebumps, and he does a little plot synop for us. The Haunted Mask is a frightening Halloween story about a girl named Carly Beth. The horror begins when Carly Beth puts on the evil haunted mask and it ends when she discovers there's nothing more powerful than the love of her family and friends. This is the guy that wrote the book and presumably this episode of this TV series. And that is not a good synopsis. No, if, if anyone knows, <laughs> if anyone knows what is actually going on, it's him since he wrote it. And I'm gonna say, family and friends aren't the reason the mask comes off. <laughs> nope. She has a line that alludes to that, but it's definitely not what I'm watching. What's happening? Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. <laughs> Do you know what kids want? It's to know the ending of the show before they watch the show. <laughs> yeah. Cheers for the spoilers, dickhead. That's what really engages them. Spoilers. As I was saying before we started this, I genuinely didn't think R.L. Stein was a real person until yesterday when a man popped up. And then I googled it, just like, that's an actor, right? There's no R.L. Stein. I've always assumed this was written by a bunch of different writers and then... They were all just given the name R.L. Stein. Yeah, yeah. like Shakespeare, uh, allegedly. <gasps> what? <laughs> Controversial, well, Apparently, <laughs> there's one of the things... going to get messages now. Yeah. Apparently, Shakespeare is... Well, people think that he was not just like one guy. It was a collection of writers. Ooh. There you go. That's... <laughs> There we go. That's what I'm spending my day looking into. (laughs) (laughs) Might have pulled that out my arse. I don't know how true that is. (laughs) It's about the level of trivia we have on this show, so it's fine. Here's something I I might have heard about this. (laughs) (laughs) So, this uh, this two-parter begins with Carly Beth and her friend... You're going to get sick of hearing that name, by the way. Oh, I got sick fast. (laughs) Carly Beth and her friend Sabrina discover this... This new novelty shop that's popped up in their small town, just in time for Halloween. And that the store is not so much a novelty store as it is a mask store. Because yeah. that is just floor to wall to ceiling 
masks. But they don't they don't go in for now. She just notes that because uh Carly Beth might have some use for it. We're get we're gonna we're gonna find that yeah. out now. They make their way back home through the, the little pumpkin patch. That's in all the towns that we live in. <laughs> and Carly Beth is worried that they're being followed by someone. Mm. She's a scaredy cat. And uh, Sabrina, God, every fucking person in this takes advantage of this. Because <laughs> Sabrina can't help but just jump scare her in this moment. She's a fucking bitch, by the way, Sabrina. I know she's a child and she's an actor, but she is awful. <laughs> and then just after this, as if we haven't had enough, two boys with pumpkins on their heads jump up out of the hay and scare Carly Beth again. It's just unrelenting for this poor girl yeah i mean i'm assuming that they must have known that they were going to the pumpkin patch but that's not really alluded to so are these boys just lying under some hay in a field at night on the off chance that someone might come through wearing pumpkins on their heads (laughs) specifically carly beth that's what everyone in this town yeah. loves, is to scare her specifically. What an evening plan. It says that she's waited till the last day as well, so they've been <laughs> hanging out for a while, <laughs> waiting for her to show up. All week. Tonight's the night, boy. <laughs> We're gonna get her. There's um her friend Sabrina, the bitch, as you say. Sabrina the teenage bitch. Yep. <laughs> oh! Nice. <laughs> tries to uh, defend these guys saying well it's not their fault they keep bullying you you're just so scareable yeah is that acceptable you're just so bullyable of course you're gonna be <laughs> look at the state of you <laughs> look at the state of you you're a born victim carly b <laughs> anyone with a double barrel first name who <laughs> never gets it shortened deserves no. bullying <laughs> CB. That's that's a relatively cool name. Yeah, that's what my notes devolved to because I was absolutely or sick of writing Carly, Carly Beth. Yeah. Or just Beth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's sick of it and she wraps up this whole interaction by saying, Maybe soon these guys will know how it feels to be scared like I am. And then we get a pan shot over to the creepy guy in the novelty shop, which is right next to the pumpkin mm. patch, just watching them from the window. Looks like the Dean from Community. Bit, yeah, yeah, mixed with Moby. It's just a bald <laughs> man. The same dude. Yeah. <laughs> Where do these people live? Because this isn't even a farmer's field out in the middle of nowhere. This is the city centre pumpkin patch. Yeah, it looks like it's at the <laughs> side of like a main road. In this town, there's only three places we go. There's Novelty Shop, Pumpkin Patch, Carly's House. (laughs) It's like it was filmed on one of those um, museums that they have in America that set up like an old 16th century town or something. (laughs) It is exactly like that, yeah. (laughs) Just make it almost look like the 1990s, but keep the city centre farming areas. So Carly Beth arrives at the saloon. (laughs) She arrives home. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, her name's Carly Beth. She arrives back at the trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> Carly Beth. Her mum is really excited to show her that show her the bus she's made in her art class. Mm. And this is fucking outrageous. What does it really look like? It's, a, it's supposed to be a bust of Carly Beth, which she seems to sort of recognise straight away, but then takes yeah. a better look at it and goes, actually, this is really creepy and shit, mum. It doesn't look that much like me. But it looks like He-Man. It looks like He-Man from the nineties cartoon, the eighties cartoon, rather. Mm. I went for seventeenth-century middle-aged gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they made a mask and went, "Oh fuck, what is this? We're gonna have to get her to say that really looks like me, doesn't it?" <laughs> He-Man, it's totally me, universe. isn't it, Mum? <laughs> it's either that or even her mum is bullying her at this point. You're just so bullyable. Yeah. Look, I made a mask of your face. 
I think maybe the contributing factor to her being scared of everything is her fucking weirdo mum making busts of her head. <laughs> yeah, just the idea of that is strange. What kind of home life does uh, this poor girl have? She does seem to think it's like a sign of love. <laughs> yeah. I love you this much. <laughs> <laughs> so much, I'll make a decapitated version of you. But Carly Breath thinks that the, the best then smiles at her, which it doesn't in this moment, but she starts having a fucking fit in front of her mum, to which her mum has no reaction other than just, oh, you're such a little skinny cat. And then she walks off into the kitchen. Your child is hallucinating that a bus has just <laughs> smiled at her, but she thinks nothing of it. Oh, and she says that her duck costume is waiting upstairs for her. I suppose that's important to the plot. And, and then to solidify the idea that Carly Beth is fucking nuts, she just continues talking to the bust after her mum has left the room and says, I don't want to be a duck. I don't want to be cute for Halloween. I want to be scary. And then it smiles. <laughs> but she doesn't see it smile then, does she? We do, which also assume that everything in this universe is haunted. Oh, yeah, yeah, because everything is. Even if the, the mask wasn't in this, we'd still have the bust yeah. at least, which never gets resolved. No. It's just, this is a, a bust that is alive. <laughs> I really assumed this was the haunted mask that the show is named I after. did too. <laughs> it would make sense. It's hollow on the inside, and it is a face. <laughs> yeah. And it is fucking haunted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, continuing the theme of absolutely bullying the shit out of Carly Beth, she goes upstairs to her room and her brother already has the duck costume on and just... He doesn't just jump scare her. She collapses to the ground and he continues to <laughs> chant and scream over her while she's, like, panicking. It's, it's, not, his, it's not his fault, though. She's so <laughs> she's bullyable. So bullyable. <laughs> she brings it on herself. He just screams, gotcha, 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 in her face. And she's like, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> This girl has been terrorised into just probably mental illness at this point. She's seeing masks talking. Yeah. She's going to have a severe drug problem in her later years. Every corner she turns, if it's not people from school, it's her own family. <laughs> the one place it's meant to be safe and she's still getting terrorised. Apparently this ends with her finding out her family lover, according to R.L. Stein. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it's so but far. We know, but yeah. that's not how it ends. <laughs> yeah, to be convinced. <laughs> So she's in school now, and it's lunchtime, and Chuck and Steve, who are the boys that scared her in the pumpkin patch, if you boys didn't jot down mm. their names, because they're barely mentioned. I only remembered it because my brain kept going, it's Adam and Eve, not Chuck and Steve. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's uh, the real real children's names, those as well. I know it's, I'm guessing the 90s this was made. Were they still children's names in the 90s? Because we were born oh. in the 90s. They are when it's written by a perpetually 70-year-old man, <laughs> yeah. I guess. This is my young boy, Steve. <laughs> Chuck. Chuck. Arlie Beth. <laughs> well, they've come over to apologise at lunchtime for scaring her. But this is just a fucking setup. While well, she's, like, distracted by the apology, because nothing positive ever happens to her, so this really knocks her <laughs> off her fucking boots. One of them sneaks a worm into her sandwich. And then we get, like, 20 seconds just watching her eat a sandwich whilst oh. we wait for her to finally bite into a like worm. Like a maniac. It's egregious. She's eating it like she's not eaten in weeks. She's, like, like <laughs> bite after bite, like, not even chewing it. <laughs> This scene kind of reminds me of what we discussed in The Faculty, which listeners might remember. Uh, uh, 
Apparently all school in America is just awful and everyone there is awful. Because if someone made someone eat a worm in any normal place in the world, yeah. an entire school of people wouldn't turn around and start pointing and laughing and thinking this is the greatest thing ever. Dozens. Dozens of children. This is where you start to see that the whole town is in on bullying this girl. <laughs> there is so like a bullyable. shared zeitgeist that they all get off on and this girl's at the epicenter of it the the worse she feels the better everyone else is off it's like a ritual like things won't grow in the town unless carly beth cries i've had a bit of a down day where's carly beth i need to cheer myself up (laughs) oh you little prick (laughs) (laughs) boo bitch oh that's better to be fair i was reading about this scene and the actress the carly beth actress insisted that they use a real worm because they were going to use a gummy worm and then they had to do 12 takes each with a separate (sighs) worm there is no need for that well because you kept biting them in half Uh, at some point they've just hired a child who likes to eat worms (laughs) if we're honest bullier i I don't yeah I didn't, I didn't quite get that one right, guys. Can we get another worm and yeah. I'll have another go? <laughs> I'm still a bit peckish. There is a guy just off camera who raises worms. He was getting very upset as his supply gets dwindled down by a young child. And you know, he's given them names. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is like Will Ferrell and eating himself into a sugar coma for Elf. It's just, you're not getting the Oscar for it. Eat, eat a jelly worm. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I did have to pause here because I thought, because she actually opens the sandwich afterwards so you can see the worm and the camera shows you that the worm actually hasn't been bitten into. But after what you've just said, Cole, a lot of worms were harmed. Eleven were. And it looked like it was just bread and a worm, but uh, there there is tuna in there. I don't know why I mentioned that, but just in case you did think it was a bread sandwich, (laughs) there was tuna. Based on how her family feel about her, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a bread sandwich. (laughs) What kind of maniac picks up a sandwich without even looking at it first? Do you do that? No. You'd pick it up and you would look at the sandwich and then eat it. To see what kind of bite you're about to get. Also, the worm was hanging out either end of it. You would see it immediately. Hang on. There's something wrong here. There's a... Which one of you dickheads did this? Come on. I'm not falling for that. Mum never gives me fillings. Well, apparently now the school day is over for everyone because Carly Beth just runs home crying and goes straight to her room. She rips up the duck costume and she counts up $30 in pocket money and she's got a, she's got a fucking plan. It's her turn now, she says. And she heads into the novelty mm. shop in the town centre that's just opened. When she's crying in her, in her bedroom, though, she has a, a probably a two-second read of her magazine. Did anyone see what magazine it was? No. Friendship magazine. Oh, oh Lord, that's sad. she'll know that feeling one day. <laughs> Carly Beth, not just bullied magazine. I imagine that somewhere in that magazine, there's a section about her yeah. and just how it'll never happen for her. She's just so bullyable. <laughs> Some people just don't get no, friends. I reckon she's got it. Things happen to her in the day where she's bullied, and she goes back to the magazine to check whether any of those things count as friendship. So she was looking for the worm page. She didn't see that. This novelty shop is so fucking strange as a business. Let's ignore for now that it's owned by an absolute fucking psycho. But even that being the case, why open the shop? Why has this man got a shop? He's got no sales staff in the middle of the day. This shop has just opened. Mm. There is dust 
everywhere. <laughs> and Carly Beth clearly comes into the store. It's like got one of those bell things that ring when you go into the room. And then this guy is fucking astounded that she's in his, his store. Yeah. What? How did you get here? You're open, aren't you? It is Halloween. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, this is a mask store. A mask store, store on <laughs> Halloween is not open during the day. That is insane. Also... He says, well, yeah, what are you doing here? Who are you? What a weird entrance policy into a Halloween shop. You've got to sign <laughs> in and book an appointment. <laughs> ID. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> We're closed, he says. Mm, that's not a great business model, is it? Are you? Why are you waiting for next year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mind you, this is Carly Beth. He might be new to town, but he knows a fucking bulliable girl. Yeah, when he sees in, the school, in, the, in the town paper. If you see this girl... <laughs> <laughs> the crops won't yeah. grow <laughs> the pumpkins won't grow <laughs> she peruses through all the masks on the wall but none of them seem like scary enough for what she's got in mind specifically for carl and steve she like they're the focus of her wrath now no carl would be me it's, it's chuck and steve please don't <laughs> please don't bully me <laughs> Oh, yes, yeah, so she's looking through the masks on the wall, and then she spots that the back room to this novelty shop is just open. Mm. And in this moment, she chooses not to be a scared little bitch because she's absolutely fine walking into the back room of what appears to be a lab. There is, yeah. like, chemicals and a stand and tubes and vats and stuff on this one desk, and then, like, a series of terrifying masks. Mm. A lab similar to us in the faculty for... As all our listeners will remember. For fuck's sake, why has that fucking episode become so relevant? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I deleted the audio by accident. (laughs) God, where's Carly Beth? (laughs) (laughs) And then the shopkeeper jumps in behind Carly Beth, but he slinks in uh, and he's real mad that, that she's in here. And as they're talking, you can see like the, the masks are alive behind her, all the eyes are moving, their mouths mm. are moving. And he just outright refuses to sell any of these masks to her. Locks the door behind him, though, in a room with a child. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay in the 90s. <laughs> also, where's this guy from? He is vaguely Eastern European. Yeah. He's got like Dracula vibes. He's got goosebumps on his face, which I thought was a bit on the nose. <laughs> Carly Beth is absolutely adamant that she wants one of these masks. And he almost gives her one, mm. just at the good of his heart, when she mentions that it's for revenge. But uh, then she, he says no. So she just fucking nicks one. She grabs a mask and runs out of the store. Throwing her money <laughs> be fair, behind she, her. She throws $30 yeah. at him for what is quite obviously yeah. a many thousands of dollars mask. <laughs> like a smoke screen. Like behind her. Yeah. He, he can't chase her for some unknown reason. He's banished to his own shop. He just stands in the doorway and goes, well then she leaves and then she like regrets it she stands outside the store she looks back as if she's gonna take it back and be like this is a bad thing to do and then you see him in the doorway he locks the door and puts the close sign up like oh she got away that's that's the store done she's only 10 meters away but i simply can't chase that child after locking her in a room and telling her what a lovely face she has. Oh, yeah, that was creepy. Nice face, Carly Beth. Whoa. Slow the roll. <laughs> so Carly Beth takes the, the mask home. She pops it on. And now she takes this chance to just terrorize her brother. This kid is quite good at acting, I think. Because his screams of terror seemed quite yeah. real. I don't know if he was just actually terrified by this. But uh, after scaring him, she tries to take the mask off. And for a second, it doesn't look like it's going to come off. But it does. But she is fucking thrilled to finally be getting part of the action that everyone else has been getting in on all these years she's getting that rush that carly beth rush 
Yeah, this is the first... Now she'll understand why they all treat her this way. <laughs> yeah. This is the first instance as well that we hear her newly changed voice as well. Oh, The little no, brother's yeah. like, what happened to your voice? And I'll tell you what happened. She just did this. Hello! <laughs> How did, how did your voice go from young girl to young girl doing scary voice? <laughs> but apparently in the book, it says that she basically gets some sort of deep, scary monster voice. Just do that. Don't have this child doing that voice. Do it in post. Do it like, yeah. like I have a voice no, actor. This, you know she insisted. This girl thinks she's going to be a star. That's why she ate 12 worms, bro. So she's doing the fucking voice. She's trying to be authentic to her character. Do what they did to that Welsh guy who was in the Darth Vader suit. Just be like, yeah, yeah, you're going to be the voice, sure. And then sneak James Earl Jones in the back. <laughs> I have to correct you. He was from Somerset. Same thing. Uh, it's all not Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now Carly Beth has her costume ready for Halloween. She checks on some generic cape with the mask. And uh, she also integrates the bust that her mum made of her into the costume. She she gets what I think is just the, the stick of a broom. Yeah. And she sticks the bust on that with some, like, a red hanky yeah. or something. <laughs> so this whole thing she's got going on now is that she's got a new face and this is her old face. And that's her Halloween costume, which is... Super fucking weird for a kid. Mm. I will say as well that the the mask that she is wearing, this super terrifying one, is no scarier than any mask I've ever seen in a Halloween shop. It is a standard Halloween mask, yeah. (laughs) It's Star Trek alien taking a shit. Yeah. Is all it looks like. (laughs) But yeah, she meets up with her friend who looks at the head on a stick and says, it looks so real and it just doesn't and they need to stop it now <laughs> all it reminds me of is every single documentary where they're just like and with the latest in 3d scanning technology we can show you what henry the sixth actually looked like you know what would have been scarier as if the mouth moved when she talked it does later on that after it like seals to her face yeah you can see the teeth move sort of but like obviously the lips don't move and everything. yeah and sabrina also says at this point that it feels like real skin and it's warm. Like she's alluding to it being like a real face. She's got fucking gloves on. I know this is a kid's <laughs> program, but I am so sick of fucking Sabrina by this point. Also, there are claws on the end of her. What are you touching with? I hate this bitch so much. More than Carly Beth. No one hates people more than Carly Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina says, you're not going to believe this, but it feels like real skin. I reckon out of everyone that she's going to talk to, Carly... Beth is going to know what it feels like because she's fucking wearing it. <laughs> You're not, you'll never believe it. It feels like skin. Yes, it's on my head. She's just fucking making it all up. Anyway, she's just trying to gatekeep this feeling everyone gets by bullying Carly Beth. She doesn't want her to have the in on it. It's not as good. <laughs> so Sabrina tries to take the mask off and Carly Beth fucking has a right fit. Mm. It's because it's, and I quote, it's too weird for words. <laughs> This was the end of episode one. And yeah, she's having this fit and she's grabbed her friend and she's... I thought, oh, this is where it gets dark and scary and the murdering starts. But we cut straight into episode two and it was all just a joke. Yeah, she just stops waving her arms and screaming as like, gotcha, did you? (laughs) (laughs) Was that a prank? Is it it this (laughs) bit where they go to that house and she scares the shit out of those kids? Yeah, so they go trick-or-treating now. She keeps the mask on, and they say trick-or-treat, but you know full well Carly Beth is just in it for the tricks now. (laughs) And she just scars a child who, 
for some reason has come to the door with the mum to see the costumes or whatever. That You know, you don't have to worry about that. But then she leans in, Carly Beth, leans into this four-year-old child in front of the mum, in front of her friend, in front of his big brother, and is like, you better watch what you say to me or you'll regret it. It's something along those yeah. lines. It's bit bit too much, in my opinion. Real yeah. sinister stuff. Yeah. And the mum is quite rightly like, I'm going to call the police. You need to go. <laughs> what they say, this woman looks to me, so I don't know, early 30s, mid 30s. She's not too old. They yeah. describe her as an old bag. <laughs> I was like, I took that one a bit personally there. <laughs> what do you mean fucking old? Shut up, you little prick. <laughs> Well, the Carly Beth says to Sabrina that the mask made her do it. But you're still not sure whether or not it's actually the mask at this point. Carly Beth is just riding this high. Yeah, I assumed that like, the, the message of this whole thing was, I guess, sort of hurt people, hurt people, that she's bullied into being a monster, almost literally. That's also Carly Beth's slogan at this point. Hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> <laughs> She's just so bullyable, though. Not anymore, Revenge. Yeah, it's all about revenge now. <laughs> but no, it's sort of reminding me of those um, de-individuation studies they did in the in the 20th century. <laughs> Evan's shocked that Carl knows a big word. Well, um, they did all these studies back when you could torture kids and teenagers. Mm. The good old days. Yeah. Like Philip Zimbardo, the guy who did um, the Stanford Prison Experiment. Right. Finding that when they like robed up and masked people, they were far more likely to electrocute someone in a different room. Interesting. If they were told to. And they even did one with kids trick-or-treating, where if you make them anonymous, they were more likely to steal candy when they thought no one was looking. Or just be more antisocial. I'm guessing it's the same kind of thing as online trolls now. Yeah. So I kind of assumed they were going for that with this. Because she says the mask lets her be someone else. Yeah. But I feel like they didn't tell the kid that, and they just said, just act like an absolute cretin (laughs) running around the town. You've seen goblins. (laughs) Be a goblin. <laughs> Go. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> well, that is literally the next 15 minutes of airtime now. She leaves Sabrina because Sabrina cannot keep up with the antics that she's got planned. And she just runs off. With The camera is sat by Sabrina and we watch for probably 30 seconds straight as Carly Beth just runs off into the <laughs> woods going... <laughs> And at the same time, Chuck and Steve from earlier, we see that they're hanging about in the graveyard now. They're cantered up their candy loot from trick-or-treating. And Chuck gives Steve a little uh, jump scare. But it's not quite as good as when you do it to Carly Beth, is mm, it? Nothing really scratches that itch, does it? No. Surely no one's jumping anymore. At the rate people do it in this town, <laughs> surely they have no effect. Or unless they're all just nervous wrecks. Like, <laughs> a passing car <laughs> just scares people. <laughs> There were were no cars in this 17th century town. Maybe maybe a fast horse and cart. I used to work in kitchens, and um, I used to I called it kitchen flinch, and it's when someone they used to whip each other all the time with tea towels in the kitchen, and whenever anyone would walk behind me, I would constantly be like, "Fucking hell, fucking don't get me, don't get me," and it would just be like someone just walking through the kitchen. So I kind of understand what's going on. Everyone's just. on their fucking knife edge. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to talk about the flinch that comes with a beep that goes off every time a new order comes in. Oh, God. I, I, I used to work in kitchens too, and I used to wake up to that beep in the night. <laughs> Absolutely broke me for a long time. <laughs> Waking up, oh no, I need to make a burger. Service, service. <laughs> well, Carly Beth now finds Chuck and Steve in the graveyard, 
and this is what she's been fucking waiting for. She gets a bit of a scare on them, but the worst bit is to come, where the fucking bust that she's got on the stick says to Chuck and Steve, it says, help me, please help me. And obviously they fucking shit themselves and run. Please, I have the power. <laughs> but again, so far, the, the actual mask that this is about hasn't done anything. Not really, other than just being scary towards others, but it hasn't, like, changed her. Well, I think the, it's implied that it's uh, making her... It's changed her, her voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's changed her voice. No one could make she's that voice. Like it's impossible. <laughs> Only the mask can make her create that sound. E- even Carl and Steve say, how are we not doing that voice? How? But weirdly, before that, they were singing. They are dressed as pirates, but they're just running in, uh, like dancing in a circle, singing sea shanties. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wanted to comment on that, but I didn't really know what to say. You remember when, you know, when you're kids and you just sing sea shanties to each other, like the well, 17th they haven't got music in this town, town yet. that we're in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that denotes this can't be in the 17th century is that Carly's mum went to an art class and made this bust. Yeah. Yeah. And they have latex masks. Yeah. Between that and the fucking costume, how much time does this woman have on her hands? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the parents don't matter in these. I'm sure that will become a theme throughout. The parents are always really odd. He's got something against them. R.L. Stein, I'm sure some weird shit went on in his family. Although, like you said, Carl, perpetually, he's been a 79-year-old man, so he probably didn't have parents. He looks like a dentist. (laughs) God, I'd be straight back out of the office if I walked in and that was my dentist. (laughs) Well, Carly Beth now buries the bust of her head because it's freaked her out and she just runs out of that cemetery and she bumps into Sabrina. And Sabrina's first question is, did you hurt Chuck and Steve? Carly Beth assures her, no, 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 they're fine. They're fine. Just scald them for life. (laughs) They go back to Carly Beth's house. Oh no, Sabrina's house because... uh, she offers for her mum to help take the mask off now, but they cannot get it off. It is fucking sealed to her. I like how they do it on camera. It's clearly a mask that goes down to yeah. sort of like around your shoulders. And Sabrina's like trying desperately to look for the seam, but the actor cannot pull the top down too much or like put her fingers too far down because she'll definitely find the seam. So it's just like she's scrabbling around at the, the actual material of the mask. Like, I can't get it off. And also it's a child. They can't like undress a child to show yeah. where it came to. Yeah, well, that's going to fucking strip yeah. off and show me where the seam is. I just like what the, the child actor was trying to do to make it seem yeah. like she couldn't get it off. I don't want to see any naked children, Johnny. I had enough of that last week. Uh, for, for context... The naked baby in Super Mario Bros. Yeah. No extracurricular activities. <laughs> well, you're banned from the nursery now, aren't you? So I've had my fill. <laughs> well, Carly Beth, they can't get the mask off, so Carly Beth's reaction, as always, is to just run outside and start scaring more kids. What she says is quite sinister. She says, I'm supposed to be me, but I'm not. I'm supposed to be me, but I'm not. And quite rightly, all the kids are like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> Just run. She's fucking lost it. I knew she was coming soon. Yeah. There aren't any loaded guns in our house, are there? Just a musket. So they'll be yeah, all right. Musket. It takes an hour to reload. <laughs> She's got a cutlass and a musket. <laughs> Well, her solution now is to go back to the the novelty shop. The mask shop. It only sells yeah. masks. And the guy reveals that it's not a mask. That's a real face. Something I should have told you before letting you run away with it. Mm. <laughs> and this guy like, is then perplexed why she wouldn't want to keep it on her face. 
And he's like adamant she's never getting that off. That's that's your face yeah. now. But then he pretty much does a 180 on that straight away <laughs> and is like, oh, actually. Oh, yeah, we are quick to change that decision. No, no, that is you forever and ever and ever. Or <laughs> I suppose we could just take it off because you've only taken it off once before. <laughs> Sorry, I scared you there. She can only take it off with a symbol of love, which in itself yes. is a bit vague. A symbol is in like an action or like a love heart on a necklace or like, what does that even mean? It doesn't mean anything. This guy is just making shit up <laughs> as he goes. He's accidentally made some magic monster masks mm. and he's just telling anyone anything. This is the first person to find them. So this is a bit of a trial run yeah. for him. This guy's taken off five before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He said they were all once beautiful, but something went wrong and they turned ugly. And then one of them is of R.L. Stein. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is true one of the models is based on R.L. Stein's face really? Oh. they just slag off how ugly they yeah, are a bit scathing well while she's uh, screaming uh, as she would finding out that you no longer have your own face uh, the masks behind her start like waking up and floating and they chase her out of the store but they've played right into her hand because she loves running through the street and screaming so she gets right to that can we discuss how many locks were on this door? when she was trying to escape the shop. Oh, I didn't see. And clicking lock after lock. Or fumbling over the same lock. I wasn't sure, but a long time. This guy really loves locking this kid in his shop. Yeah, he took the time when she was panicking about having a mask on her face. He was just slowly locking her in. No, you can't take that off. No, no, no. Click, click, click. You can't take that off. Oh, masks in, I guess it is Halloween, but it's closed. So the only way that people are going to get these masks is if they break in. And he really doesn't want people to have these masks. Which begs the question, why does he have a shop at all? I don't think he knows he has a shop. He is in so much shock when she comes in that first time. Do you reckon it was just How like... How did you get in my house? It was just like an empty like workspace. And he hasn't changed like the, the signage outside. It's just a it workshop. It a novelty shop. Yeah. Why do people just keep coming in? The only thing that denotes that it's a shop is the open and closed sign. <laughs> you don't have one of those on your house? <laughs> <laughs> just every time he opens and closes the door, he has to look it round each time. It's not, not, not how houses And work. undo ten locks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carly Bless' plan here is to just run to the bus that she buried and hope that that does something against the, the sentient masks chasing her through the street. Mm. But she gets it up and she, like, points it at them and that seems to work. Oh, yeah. And then, for some reason, that also means she can take the mask on her face off. But she did all that and didn't realise until afterwards that that mask counted as a symbol of love. Right. It's not like she'd figured it out. She'd just gone, got the bust of a dandy boy from the 15th century and... (laughs) pointed it at them i'm guessing it's meant to be like she's found that she loves her face after all her own face but that was never the issue it wasn't that she didn't love herself it's that she was getting horribly bullied by everyone around (laughs) her (laughs) this wasn't a lesson in someone thinking they were ugly she's just harassed endlessly but it's the they want her to join the unloved Mm. which is what the masks are called but because her mum loves her because she made this bust, therefore she doesn't have to. So if you're a person who, through no fault of your own, your parents don't love you, 
love me. You just have to join the unloved and stay there forever. There's nothing wrong with you as a person, but no one loves you. So, <laughs> so now you have to look like Sorry. this thing. Well, she finally wanders home. <laughs> I did like this bit. She walks in and her brother just acts like she's got a mask on An still. absolute Halloween classic. <laughs> just fucking destroy. Got him. <laughs> and fucking zings her. She like freaks out. She looks in the mirror, but it's still her own face. And then her mum comes out. This is super weird. And she's like, where have you been? When it's like two o'clock in the morning. Sabrina's been calling. You've obviously not been with her. And Carly Beth says... Well, let's just say I've learned a lot about myself tonight, mum. And her mum laughs that off, gives her a hug and fucks off into another yeah. room. That what? sounds like she's been attacked or abducted or like... Getting railed in yeah. the graveyard all evening is what that sounds like. <laughs> My daughter's become a woman. I've learned a lot about myself. <laughs> but how, how, how with it is mum, really? She's spending all day at art classes. Making busts of her daughter's <laughs> While dad's off on business trips. I imagine her art class looks a lot like the one from Fifty First Dates, where she's got all the pictures of Adam Sandler, but this is just busts of her daughter's head. <laughs> what of He-Man? Well, this ends, as I think all the Goosebumps episodes do, with a horrible little twist, and Noah, which is the little brother, puts on the mask, uh, and that's the, the end of that. We get no resolution there. And then there is just a fucking awful outro from R.L. Stein, who attempts a mm. joke... They had to have some sort of surprise because he spoiled the fucking ending at the start. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, that's us finished up. It's a bit of a new format. Well, it's yeah, a bit of a it's new... It's time for the all-important question. So you goose oh. that was... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. So, boys, you goose that was bumps, do you? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I've, I've been goosing about this and there's some bumpsiness to it, but is it as bumps as it could be? I'm not sure, mate. Overall, two bumps out of ten. <laughs> it is made for kids, but I think the bit where she couldn't get the mask off and she was freaking out, almost in just like a claustrophobic way, that gave me a bit of sort of like, like, I was like, oh, fucking hell, imagine. But yeah, I mean, it was proper year eight make your own story acting vibes which didn't really help yeah pretty terrible i'm gonna need a bumps rating from you mate oh i'm gonna give it a four <laughs> bumps out of ten nice. four bumps i think if it if it was acted better and it and the story actually made a bit more sense <laughs> it would have been all right if, but... if the acting was good and the plot was better <laughs> you know fundamentals <laughs> if the fundamentals were better <laughs> But I think, like, it, it could if have been executed better. this were a different better. show, yeah. <laughs> it would have nailed it. It reminded me, I mean, it was probably because of the, like, time period, but it reminded me a bit of X-Files, the way it was, like, cut together and what have you. But, yeah, obviously, it's no Mulder and Scully, is it? <laughs> Carly and Beth, mate. <laughs> this was a real nostalgia hit for me. I felt similar to this, to how you must have last week with Super Mario mm. Bros, Johnny, because I adored this show. Fox Kids was my fucking jam when I was a kid. This... Jackie Chan Adventures, yeah. fucking Power Rangers, many more. I loved that channel. And this was on fucking constantly. Obviously, this was fucking awful. <laughs> so sorry about that. But I, I'm i hoping we can find, if we do yeah, more of these, I'm hoping I'd we can like find to. more in it than, because all the acting's always going to yeah. be bad and all the plot is always going to be bad. So I'm hoping we can find some other little there, there nuggets are some good, that, that keep us going along good the way. Bits, like in there. Yeah, there's definitely some gold in this. In them their hills. Yeah. Bumps rating. This isn't one of my favourite episodes. I think there are better ones. But I'm going to 
raise that rate. I'm going to say seven bumps out of ten because it's still a classic. That's yeah. a lot of bumps. Because I, I don't need the plot or the or the acting to be good. So. <laughs> or an accurate setting. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or any kind of continuity. <laughs> well, I can, thank you for that, boys. I don't know whether or not this was successful. We'll see in the edit. But uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank, thank you. you all for listening. I'm sorry if this was fucking a rough one to get through. <laughs> I recommend watching the episode. There's something in it and they're quite short. They're all up on YouTube for free, aren't they? Yes, not every episode, but most of them. And they can, the listeners can give this episode a bumps rating out of 10 so we know whether to continue with it. Please leave us that sweet 10 bumps out of 10 bumps review. <laughs> What the fuck is this? What is this? <laughs> Thank you for listening. I would ask for an actual rating this week, but I don't think this is the episode to get us one. Follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at So You Think Pod. And, well, I don't know what we're doing next week. Maybe the number 23. Maybe this is the end of it all. Who knows? Go- goosebumps. <laughs> is that goodbye? I don't know what's happening. <laughs>